This episode of Fun Employment Radio is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com slash funemployment and use offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I demand to know your sources. My sources are the fact that I did better than you. No. So it doesn't matter if there's a source or not. I would have known anyway. No, clearly there are anonymous people writing you. You know who they are. I need to know names and I want lists. I want their email addresses and I want to know what they told you. Because obviously. They told me the truth that I can see because I'm part of what they, they were talking about. Obviously, there was inside information that was given to you and this is a violation, clearly. Are of you the entire kidding? Tournament. Yes, with my amazing picks going all the way to the end. I, I totally had planned it that way. I have half a mind to kick you out of the tournament and I have that power. Hello, this is oh Fun Employment God. Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you everyone for tuning in today wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. You guys are amazing. And of course, you can tune in live to Fun Employment Radio five days a week by going to funemploymentradio.com slash live. You can subscribe for six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. So why not try it? Oh out? my goodness! Free twenty four mm-hmm. hours of original content right here on the Fun Employment Radio. Network. So statistically speaking, okay, we're <sighs> fine. We'll mention what we're talking about, but okay. then then we're going to have to get back to this later on. But I do. I need to know who gave you the inside information about the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions because your bracket, as of right now, says that you're in the lead. Um. And that is as of ever and the end of the brackets. That is all. You have reached all of the points that you can get. I have reached all of the points I can get. I ended with more points than you. Okay. Just because. So this oh, is for the God. NCAA he men's tournament. not happy about we did this. have our competing brackets, but I did find out. Sarah alluded to the fact that she's been getting emails from people, Keelan from just listeners. already knows, wow, Greg went from zero to dick in record time today. <laughs> <laughs> You've been getting some emails, and I know, I know there's secret sources that, that helped you pick out your bracket. And so... Obviously, this does dissuade things. I think we should do it with a scale. I think that should knock 10 points off your final score, which thereby does, in fact, I mean, just by coincidence, it does put me in the lead. But I'm just saying that's just a coincidence. No, it's not because of me. I don't think it's me. a coincidence. I don't think we had any of these stipulations uh, based on the fact that we were going to plug in our numbers. That is what we did. We picked our teams. I was, you know, I was the dark horse in the running there. I had picked two teams that epically failed to be in the final four. To go against each other. So I was already set to fail at the beginning. Just because of the fact that I beat you, that is so much more impressive. So much more no, impressive. Well, this is obviously, obviously, just maybe statistically speaking, I'm still in Stop that lead. saying, because, no, you're not. Because of the, the race way- is over. I have more points. I'm going to have to retool a little bit of this just to make sure everything's fair. I'm just saying it's not certified yet. It is exactly certified because we both logged on to that. We filled out our entire brackets. No, Both no, of our no. brackets are over. I happened... To make more points than you. Well, I, my ranking is higher than yours. I made more points than you. Statistically, shove it up your ass because I totally beat you. Well, we'll just have to get to the okay. bottom of this. I'll analyze it a little bit more during ball talk later on in the show, but we'll we'll get down to oh, the Oh, I can't of this. wait for your professional analysis of well, the point I've got system. Some. I do have some. Okay, for you. thank you so All much. Right. Well, yes, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in today. It is, of course, Monday, April 7th, right here out of Portland, Oregon. Um, it is a beautiful day outside. I will say that. I don't it know what the weather's gorgeous. like in the rest of the country or the 
world, wherever you are listening, but it is nice here today. We're in the midst of fake spring. Yes. Round two, because we had it a couple weeks ago before it was just like miserable and rainy and everything. Mm-hmm. And then it's like we all have like goldfish memories when it comes to like bad weather in Portland, because as soon as it's nice, everyone, I'm, I walked to work today with my glowing white, bright, probably blinding people legs. It's like, pretty white. You are pretty white. I am a... I'm pretty pale. I mean, Portland is a white city as it is. I am like the the whiter end of the spectrum of, of Portland. You definitely are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say I am far more tan than you You're are. You're not far more tan. You just have more hair on your arms I'm, and legs. I'm more tan than you mm-hmm. are, I think. I, I think that's that's probably No, I am pasty. I am yeah. pasty. Like, when I... Because I didn't think it was too bad. Like, when I was taking a shower, I was, like, shaving my legs and getting all ready to, like, some... I'm wearing shorts today. And then as I stepped into the into the light, like, I actually looked and my legs were glowing. Yeah, they were like I, I have a white car. They were like the color of my car. Yeah, you don't even need reflectors if you were to ride. I a bike. don't need reflectors. Need That's it. No, just put some lotion on my legs to make them a little bit shinier. Yep. Your your legs. They are uh, blinders. Yep. You're mm-hmm. you're natural reflectors right there. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but it is it is nice outside. And uh, however, though, we do need to talk about everything that went on this last weekend. Yes. So we had an amazing time. Now, if you've listened to the show last week, you know Sarah and I were preparing for. A big fancy gala. A fancy gala. A fancy event. It was a gala. I don't know what a gala is, but it felt like a gala. That's. Well, I think that's kind of what it is. What's well, you that, work. You work at fancy events. Is it? Is, what is a gala? Well, I work there. I don't attend them. I just work. I'm on the periphery. Like I, I just kind of walk around the event normally. But this time, I actually got to attend the event, and I would say this was a gala. Okay. Yeah. I'm All right. Gonna, so I'm it was gonna, totally gala horrific. Totally like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically full of rich people, and it was. It wasn't basically full of rich people. It was no. It was basically full of rich people minus us. And and Scott and Lily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much it. That was about it. Yeah. Um, but we need to backtrack and talk about uh, talk about everything that went on with this thing. So this event that we attended was on Saturday. It was a, a charity event, but it was a fancy dinner and hors d'oeuvres and cocktails. It's a charity event the only way that rich people can do charity events, which is like very beautiful and ornate right. decorations and awesome and food. And for a great cause for and all that stuff. Cause. You know, I mean, all that was great. But, but the side part of it is that, yeah, it was a... Very ornate, very uh, very f- fancy, mm-hmm. and we don't necessarily fit in at fancy events. Um, so we'll we'll get onto that part. But on Saturday, here was one of the things I needed, which was I had to uh, get some fancy clothes. I need better clothes. For this I like event. how much we use the word fancy. Fancy. We just totally show like all of our. We show our empty wallets yeah. every time we say fancy. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> um, but it's fine because it was fancy. It was, mm-hmm. and and I solicited Sarah to help me buy some clothes because I'm not very good at going clothes shopping. Which I love I hate it. helping people out. Like I've always I've taken Rick Emerson shopping many times. I yeah. like helping my guy friends who God love you. You guys are good at a lot of things, but dressing yourselves is not one of them. <laughs> and so sometimes you just need a little bit of help. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. I needed some help. And Greg's kind of fun to go shopping with too because he actually this is the one time in our entire friendship that he listens to what I have to say. <laughs> it is the one time where I actually, he knows that I have a slightly more expertise than him in the field and he will, I could, I could take such liberties with this. Oh, I could no. Make, I could, but I don't because I'm nice, but I'm saying like, because you would have no clue. No, I would I could take so many liberties with like telling you what, what looks good and what doesn't or what's fashionable and what isn't. Yeah, you could. I, I could. have no idea. Mm-hmm. So I have welcome. no idea. I am at your mercy for this and I admit it. I hope that you didn't pull one over on me and that everybody was laughing. No, you back, looked very nice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so Saturday we went out to do that, but before we did that, we went and stopped by the bike gallery. 
which of course is one of our fine sponsors. Yes. And uh, they were having their warehouse sale over the weekend at their uh, Sandy location, and we went there and actually picked up got a, got myself a new bike helmet. I did too. Yes. Both a safety first, Greg. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and then we uh, we each bought some, some fancy jackets. Yes. So it was really cool because the, they had such a huge sale on everything there, mm-hmm. and that's another place where. Normally, going into bike places where I also have no expertise on any kind of on anything. Yeah, you know, I like to ride bikes. That's the extent of my knowledge. You know, and I know I need to wear a helmet, <laughs> and I know the tires need air in them, and the brakes should work. Yep, that's <laughs> yes. about it. That's the extent of my knowledge, and that's why I like going there because then they just tell you. I'll be like, ah, uh, what kind? Of, like, even we we saw Kelly there. Mm. I'm like, yeah, I need to get a bike helmet. He's like, okay, do you want this, 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 this? I'm like. Oh, I like that kind. He's like, okay, let's get you this one. We'll set you up. <laughs> do you want a visor or not? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, do you want the sun in your eyes? No. Okay, let's get you a visor. And so he he got me all set up and just made it way easier for me so I didn't have to walk around That's not knowing nice, what I'm talking about. You got like a legit, like you have like the, like, like you look like a biker, like you're know, a biking mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Whereas I don't like to wear like pointy bike helmets. I would rather have mine more, more slightly, slightly fashionable. Right. If you will. And I found this awesome one. It's black and it's like, looks more like a skateboarding helmet. Okay. And I got mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was, it was great going there. And since there, the warehouse sale, I believe is done now. And, uh, no, it's still going on oh, today. Oh, it's still today. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's still today if you're in Portland. But the great thing is, though, now they have, of course, BikeGallery.com where you can order things on there and either pick it up in store or have it shipped to you wherever you are. So you don't even have to be in Portland. Um, And on top of that, there's the code FUN14 that you can use on checkout, which is exclusive to Fun Employment Radio listeners, which gets you a fantastic discount. And um, so go ahead and use that. Purchase it wherever you are. You can have it shipped to you or pick it up, like we said, bikegallery.com. Use the code FUN14. Seriously, it's it's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, they are a fantastic store. Yeah. So and, we, um, yeah, so we spent uh, probably about an hour wandering around there on Saturday. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of, so many things to look at. That bicycle, because they have like, you know, any, every end of the spectrum, like super affordable bicycles. They also have like the super competitive, like front Tour de France, like bikes. Yeah, they have that really high There was high that one that too. looked like cardboard. Yeah. That was bizarre. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Some of the bikes. But I mean they have you don't have to be on the very high end spectrum mm. to get stuff there either. I mean they they have everything from beginner to complete expert you're going to ride in the Tour de France stuff. Yeah. You know, all all in between shoes, jackets, coats, all of it. So bikegallery.com. So we went there. And then after that, we decided to um Get a little little classier and decided to go to Lloyd Center. See, this is where... So yes. here's what I needed to get. Here's I where the get, adventure began. So I knew I needed... I needed like a sport coat. I needed a sport coat. I have never heard Greg say the word sport coat well, I, more in my entire life. I didn't want to buy an entire brand new suit. I do have a suit, but I just... I didn't want to wear it. I didn't want to wear that because I've, I've worn it to anything that I have to go to. It's like my one suit. So I wanted to get, you know, something a little little sportier, a sport coat. Something sportier. Over. It's like you're like trying to go to a rugby match or something. You're not trying to be sporty. You're trying to be fancy. Fancy, but that's what it's called though, right? It's called a sport Why coat. Why is it called a sport coat if you're not playing sports in it? I don't know. It's the only term that I know to call it. It's, it's called a... Wouldn't sp- it just be called a jacket, like a jacket, like a fancy... Man jacket, a, a fancy man jacket. I don't know if that's exactly what it, what you would call it. Maybe, maybe that's something that you would term that a fancy man jacket. Mm-hmm. Well, either way, it was to go over my uh, my shirt and tie, my my pant, you know, my slacks. Mm-hmm. Slacks is that the right word to call those? Suit jacket. Suit jacket. Like suit jacket. Okay, it was a suit jacket. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did uh, I did go there, but the thing is, I hate shopping and I hate the mall. Greg. 
I despise it. If you've it's, ever seen like a cor- like a like a cat stuck in a corner or something, or like an animal <laughs> that's being cornered, and how they basically are just struggling to get out of a, a place as fast as they possibly can, that's Greg. It's like when I used to take Butters, uh, my dog, to the vet, and as soon as she realized it was the vet, she'd like dig in her claws and just like push back as hard as she can mm-hmm. and like lay to the ground flat like a slug, so she couldn't get in there. That's how I am with them all. I, I have to get out of there. And then I get in and I start panicking nope. and I start sweating because there's too much stuff going on and it scares me. And I walk through the mall like... And, yeah, ahead. no, Greg and I had to have like a little talk before because I know he's like this to the mall. I'm like, hey, listen. I'm like, I'm just going to lay this out for you. If we're going to the mall, we are going to not be running around and you're all panicky and we have to get out of there. I'm like, if we are going to the mall, you're going to be calm. We're going to have to go to a couple places to do it. And you can't get in a bad mood if like people are acting all molly in the mall, which is what they do. Yeah. There, there are mall people in the mall. No. But, like, if you can just stay calm, I will go to the mall with you to try and find some stuff. And he's like, okay. And to his credit, Greg did. I did. I did because I knew I needed to get this done and I knew I couldn't do it on my own. So, because I'm a grown man. So, I... You're a man. I'm a man. So... But walking through there, walking through the mall, the thing that's instantly like hits me is it. I feel like everyone in there is looking at me because I clearly don't belong, and they either nobody belongs. Everyone, well, not not nobody. Everybody belongs in a mall. No, I don't belong in a mall. Not okay, me. let me just but say everyone belongs in the Lloyd Center Mall. Well, yeah, I mean it's okay. That has every type of person in there. That's why I like that mall. Well, I feel like I was walking through there, and I feel like everybody in that mall was looking at me, and either was. Uh, was there just to annoy me and doing a very annoying things like obnoxious or they wanted to hurt me people that are walking by them they're, they're looking at me and they're like oh you want to hurt me for some reason and I don't know why and so I get this panic you know fight or flight kind of mentality like uh, and then there's nowhere to run and I'm trapped because there's no exits <sighs> you know there are exits everywhere well yeah but then you have to go through the store to get to the exit and then what if I accidentally mm-hmm. go by the go by the perfume section and that's that makes me all allergic so then my like eyes swell up and like I get all red and watery oh it's awful it's awful it's a horrible place so we did go so but we, we went yeah so we went there and so we're like hey um it's one of my favorite stores I like I like shopping on a budget so of course one of my favorite places to go is to like for example Ross dress for less right and so we knew that there was one in the mall, we knew there was downtown, but we also knew there was a Timbers game that day, and we're just like, oh, fuck it, we're not going to try to get downtown right now. Yeah. It's just too much. Well, I shop on a budget. Mm-hmm. I had, I had a limited budget. A little bit of a budget shopper. Yes. And so we go there, and it's just like, well, you know, if we can't find anything at, at Ross, then are we going to say the full story? Oh, are you going to say where I got the... Yeah. Uh, All right. I just want to know as we're, as we're building, as we're going along, I wanted to make sure. Okay. Honestly, we're not, we weren't supposed to say that. Fine. I'm sorry. We have to. I held it all weekend. I didn't say anything. So I anyway, know, I so know. we went to uh, yeah. So we went over to Ross. Uh, spoiler alert: Ross does not have sport coats. We did not know that. Yeah. Um. So as we were wandering around, uh, I was you know. So we were looking there, and we're just like, oh, we'll figure out another place. But before we did, I saw a store that I like going into, Forever Twenty One, and. Uh, <sighs> Forever 21 is a store that basically it, it's, it has sizes like the large is meant for like a 12 year old girl just makes you feel bad about yourself you walk in everybody's like super young and all the clothes are super small and hip but they're really cheap which is why I go there because you can find something fashionable for an affordable price so I was looking around in there and I'm like oh I can't find anything and all these girls are like you know way too young and I'm just kind of sweating and I just don't belong in there I'm like alright I'm just gonna get out of here but lo and behold I had noticed <laughs> oh man I had noticed that Forever 21 had expanded it wasn't only a one one stop one store shopping it had expanded to an upstairs area 
And so uh, we decided to go upstairs, you know, because we uh, Ross is two stories. So we like went went to Forever Twenty One, went through Ross, went upstairs. Lo and behold, I noticed upstairs when we're leaving Ross that there's Forever Twenty One for men. <laughs> they did have one for men. So we're just, I'm just section. like, hey, hey, Greg, Greg, look, Forever, look, there's another Forever Twenty One. It looks like they have a they have a men's section, Greg, and there there's some affordable. There's affordable shopping. Why don't we go in there? And lo and fucking behold, we walk into the men's se- section. What do they have? A plethora of fashionable sport coats. They did. And I know where it was, and I didn't. I really didn't want to admit to anyone where this was. <laughs> Sarah let it slip earlier this weekend when we were at the event to, to Scott, and that was the worst thing ever. <laughs> Scott just started laughing and staring at me and pointing. Uh, but I mean, the thing is, the clothes the clothes are nice. The Greg, jacket I got is awesome. You've it never really is. I think everyone should have a chance to shop with you just to see how like you at your most awkward stage. Because Greg is like hiding behind mannequins as he's going through. Like doesn't want anyone to see him. No, in Forever Twenty One no. section. No, I don't want anyone to know that I went into a Forever Twenty One. <laughs> and now apparently everyone does. <sighs> <sighs> Look, there we go. Introducing twenty. Oh, I'm sorry. It's called Twenty One Men. Yes, okay, that's where Fresh, clean, casual, heritage meet Let's see, heritage men's has become 21 men Providing men of all ages with fresh, fast fashion at affordable prices Well, it worked, and I got a sport coat there And yes, it was embarrassing to check out Because it was me and like like teen girls that were checking out in the line and then me there I'm like and then everybody's kind of looking at me even the even the the woman checking people out like she was she looked like she was like a 17 year old girl oh they all are I can't I can't tell the age no anymore. I can't either she's she somewhere be, between like 15 and 25 I don't yeah know. somewhere yeah. in there I don't even know and I'm standing in line with these other girls and they're all kind of looking at me like oh what's what's the old man pervert doing in here what's <laughs> what he doing he here they're probably like extra security <laughs> on me when I'm in there because they think I'm going to be some weirdo who's like going to the women's underwear section or something so what was weird yeah is that nobody talked to us and nobody helped us the entire time I think that we no, just, we I, did not fit in they were probably debating whether to kick me out or not no because I was wearing like a beanie like because I was like like not I was just looking gross because I I was gonna get all fancy later on, so I was wearing a beanie and like my fun employment radio sweatshirt and like my uh, like an like tights with holes in them, and I'm like in there all all sweaty and hot because we've been walking around going through shirts and Greg's all <sighs> skittily and hiding behind mannequins. Yes, I bet they did. They trained the security cameras on me mm-hmm. the entire time I was in there too. I'm sure. So I so I got something there, but there, here's the thing. So there was that, that experience, but I did end up picking up a couple other things at other. And let places. me tell you, for all of you naysayers out there. He got himself a really nice sport coat for very affordably priced. Yes. And quite fashionable. I looked pretty good. You looked great. Yeah, it worked. No, it, see, I wouldn't fuck with you with that. I mean, it yeah. looked very nice. It That's did. It's like, just where I had to get it from. I'll <laughs> never live this down. Uh, Nipples <laughs> in the chat asking, do they sell clear or sell at the counter? Oh, <laughs> they probably do. Probably. Probably do. Me and the teen girls. The tweens. So, Greg, now we have something in common. We're both the shoppers at Forever oh, 21. Oh, no. Although only one of us bought something that day. Oh, God. <laughs> so embarrassing. But, so, the thing so, is, and then, so, Greg is, has. So, he had bought a t shirt somewhere else. So, he furiously shoves the Forever 21 bag inside of the other bag. Oh, so I hit you it. can't tell. Yeah. I was telling him, like, I'll carry the Forever 21 bag. Oh, no. It's I hid okay. that. I didn't want anybody <laughs> to see it. There was actually a point where it was embarrassing uh, later on where it got exposed. So. So, all right. So, I, uh, in addition to that, though, you know, I picked up just like a couple of other things at other places because I needed like a new undershirt and I got one at, uh, I, I don't know where I went, like Old Navy or something like that. But I found out here's another thing at the mall. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how low on the pecking order I am. I got bullied. I got bullied at the mall 
by not like younger kids, not like some punk or something like that. I got bullied by old ladies. I totally did. I only saw this from a distance because I was sitting outside waiting for him to finish buying his shirts, and then he came out and told me. So I'm standing there in line at, at Old Navy, which, God, that's something I never want to have to say ever again, but there I was, like, waiting in line to buy my shirt, my undershirt, and I was the next person in line, and they have that, like, roped off, so, you know, you're waiting for the cashiers, and the one cashier freed up, so it was my turn. This lady comes walking off from the left, wasn't waiting in any of the line or anything, just walks right in front of me. Like, gives like a slight glance at me, clearly seeing that I'm the next one, walks right in front and just walks straight up to the line with her back to me. <laughs> and I'm standing there like, um, oh, but that was supposed to be my turn. I'm, I'm <laughs> the next me, in line. Excuse me, that's my cashier for this uh, transaction. And nope, <laughs> did not care. She did not give a shit about what I was doing. Nope, just sit there, bought her stuff, and then just took off. And so I'm like, wow, all right, nobody's going to do anything about this. I guess I'm not going to do anything about it. I'll just wait my turn. So this old lady completely cut me off there. And then we went to another place. This is where I was buying my tie. And this was a whole other experience of itself. And this proves how... So this happened. So there was the first time when the old lady that was the first time and cut you off. Yes. The second time was when I was buying the tie at Ross Dress for List and... They also have like the roped off area, you know, where you're like a maze you have to follow through it. Yeah, they make it very complicated. Well, I'm. You have to earn those savings, Greg. Exactly. <laughs> so I walk in there and I'm walking through the maze, but halfway through they have like a stand, you know, to try to sell you stuff while you're waiting in line with like candy and stuff on it. And there's these two older ladies, and these ladies look like I would say 65 or older. And they're both standing there blocking the lane, looking at looking at the candy. I'm like, well, I guess they must be in line. I don't want to be rude and like walk around them because they're clearly in the line. And I kid you not, these two ladies who were not together are both pondering over the giant bags of Werther's that they sell there. <laughs> they was like, no way. I no, it was Werther's, and they were picking them up and they're looking at them. And then they're like, there were like a couple. There was like a caramel Werther's, and then there was some other flavor of Werther's. And they're both <laughs> just going over and over on these things. So I'm like, well, I guess I just got to stand here while these two old ladies are looking at Werther's. And there was somebody buying stuff in the cashier, you know, ahead. So I was like, well, I guess they're next on the list. So I'll just wait. And I'm standing there waiting probably for about like two minutes. And finally, one of the old ladies looks at me and is just like, you can go around. I'm like, well, okay. I was trying not oh, to be. Oh, she snapped at Oh, you? she snapped at me. Oh, yeah. And I was like, well. And they were legitimately looking at bags of Werther's Originals. Legitimately looking at bags of Werther's Originals. Yes. Wow. Are they making like a comeback or something? I are they don't just know. old Werther's Originals? I don't know. They were so in, so focused on studying these different, which bag of Werther's they were going to get. Mm. And so, so I walked around and I was like, okay, I was trying to be nice and wait for you. Like I was trying not to be rude. Apparently mm-hmm. that meant I was being rude. So I walked around here and I got to the front of the line and there's some lady buying like a giant, I don't know, a million things. Sure. Like in the cashier was the slowest person ever. So I'm just standing in line for this. And so old lady number one was, uh, she, she was still back there looking at her stuff. Old lady number two kind of walked up there and was uh, standing behind me. And at that point, her daughter came up, and her daughter was there with her, too. They were both standing right behind me. Now, old lady number one, she had picked out what bag of Werther's she wanted, and she saw the line in front, you know, which was me and then old lady and her, old lady number two and her daughter. Old lady number one walks all the way back out of the roped-off area, walks around, and walks right up to the cashier and stands behind the person who was buying something. Oh, my God. Completely cut me off again. Cut in front by another old lady. 
And this lady, she also just didn't give a fuck. Like, she walked right up there. She even turned around. Was she, like, even, like, pretend? Was she pretending to, like, not see you? Or no, she was turned she around. An act to she it? looked at the line just with, like, this sour look and just looked straight ahead and stood there in line for the cashier. Oh, my God. Now, at this you point, didn't say anything? What was I going to do? What am I going to go? Yeah, I'm not going to be the guy that yells at the old lady in the mall. You don't yell at anybody. I mean, like there was a man who cut me in line the other day, and I was just you say it very politely. I'm like, excuse me, sir, the line is behind me. And so I said, and he's like, oh, and he was totally trying to get one over on me. And he's like, oh, I didn't know. I'm like, yeah, yeah, behind me. Well, I mean, I didn't know what to do. I mean, what, I'm not going to be the guy that's yelling at the old lady and the, at Ross Jess for less. You know, I don't want that. I already feel uncomfortable enough. I'm like, well, I guess I'll just wait my turn, which it should have been there, but uh, I'll wait for you to go first. And so, that's very generous. Yeah, well, <laughs> I guess. So, uh, so while that's happening, though, the old lady number two and her daughter are behind me. And this was the lady that had yelled at me to go around her originally. They were pissed. <laughs> they were mad because they saw nothing this like other old lady, lady on old lady like oh, anger. Oh yeah. man! So, so this lady behind me, so it's going. That woman just cut in line. She cut in line right in front of all of us. She knows what she's doing. Like, saying it really loud as though she's, like, saying it to me or to the daughter. Obviously, so the other lady will hear it. The other lady didn't give a shit. She, she could hear it. There's no, there's no way she couldn't hear it. Yeah. This lady was so loud. Didn't care. Staring straight ahead. And the daughter, the daughter gets incensed. Like, the daughter is just as, as angry as the other lady and starts yelling this is ridiculous this is ridiculous and then she's she's like yelling at the cashier do you have anyone else to check out do you have any other people that can help and she's like no I'm sorry I'm the only cashier here and you know and the, the lady the little girl cashier she looked like she was 17 as well she's doing the best she can I mean there's just a whole bunch of people yeah I mean I don't know what else she could have done She's checking people out, but this this lady's just berating her and then berating the other old lady. That woman cut in line. She knew what she was doing. <laughs> oh my God. She knows we're here. That's ridiculous. Everything was ridiculous to her. That's awkward. Oh, it was so awkward. And I'm in, in front and like in between all of this going on, I'm just like, oh, I want to leave, but the tie is really cheap and it looks good, so I don't want to go anywhere else. <laughs> like I have thought about just abandoning everything. I've abandoned running. stuff before if I don't feel like, like waiting uh, in line. Yeah. Just running. It's that fight or flight thing. Um, Shockwave in the chat real quick is pointing out, is Greg finally learning about why you don't cut in line? That's almost adorable. (laughs) (laughs) Game, set, match, Shock. (laughs) So so finally I get up there and it is... it's my turn, and I, I buy the stuff, and then I'm still trying to hide the Forever 21 bag at that point. <laughs> so she handed me the other bag, and I'm trying to trying to put it into this thing, and I accidentally drop it, and the Forever 21 bag comes falling out. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. I'm like panicking, like shoving it back in with a bright on the side, Forever 21. Like, oh, oh, yeah. No. If you've never seen a Forever 21 bag, they are bright yellow with a huge thing on the side that says Forever 21. Oh, like, yeah. There's no you. You cannot tell. And it fell out, and the, my panic just instantly gave it away that I was trying to hide it. <laughs> and so I'm like shoving it in there, and then I'm holding up the line even more. And oh, it was it was awful. <laughs> it was an awful experience. But I did. I learned my lesson though about uh, old ladies get away with a lot of shit. Oh yeah, they really get away with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and they and I let them. They they bullied me right out of it twice. Bullied. Yeah, you have to decide whether or not it's worth it. I mean, I've stuck up for myself sometimes, and then sometimes it's like just. It's just going to be another like minute longer. Well, and that's the thing. If I had said something, I mean, who knows what kind of wrath I would have gotten. Oh, the other old lady number two and her uh, equally yelly daughter would have probably turned on you. 
You and then like, wait. don't talk to her like that. Who do you think you are? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Even no, they would have turned. The tide would have turned. They would have turned on you. Yeah, because for them, it's okay for them to yell at everyone. Mm-hmm. But if I were to like even politely walk up, oh, ma'am, there's a line here. Which thing is, there was no point in doing that because the lady knew what she was she doing. She knew, yeah. She was standing right there by us and just said, oh, beep, mm-hmm. cut right around, go right in front. Anyway, I kind of respect it. But uh, there, there was... So, Greg, how do you feel about this now, about your newfound, uh, how you've been now cut in front of twice? <laughs> Last year you declared, I'll cut in front of anybody that I so desire. Do you still feel that same way? Well, the thing is, I do it... If, if I'm going to cut in a line, it's usually... Like, my favorite place to cut in line is that, like, a beer fest type of situation where there's a line that's, you know, like... not making any friends every time you say that. 30 people back, and I'm just like, well, you know, and then you just kind of pretend you're going to meet somebody, walk all the way up the front, and then bam, then you're there. But I do it, and I don't get caught, and I'm not as blatant about it. I have secret ways that I go about this. Seriously? Yes. You always get caught. I don't always get caught. We don't need to know your secret ways because they don't work. They do work. No, you cut in front of me like, oh, I thought these lines were merging. <laughs> no, if I want if, if I want to get a nice refreshing beer at a beer fest and I see your ass cutting in line, I'll be, excuse me, sir, the line's back there. <laughs> see, nobody's ever called me out like that. Nobody and I wouldn't call you sir because you wouldn't deserve it because you're a, ch- you're a Cuddy McCutterson. <laughs> yeah, but see, nobody ever calls me out when I do it. So I just assume that I'm getting away with it. I assume maybe there's people back there talking about me like that. Like I'm talking about the old lady. Yeah, they probably are. Oh, did you see that little curly-haired guy who just thinks he's being all <laughs> clever and getting away see, with it? See, but I'm short, too. This is where my shortness comes to it becomes a big advantage at Beer Fest because there's usually a lot of tall dudes. I can skirt right underneath them. They don't even see me. They don't see me. And bam, I'm already there drinking a, drinking a nice, refreshing beverage before they even know. Wow, Craig. Yeah, it's all pretty right. good. So, but I will say this. Uh... I, I don't do it like they did. I mean, they were so blatant about it that I, I can't... I don't have those skills. Maybe that'll come with time. Maybe, Maybe it will. time. I think I don't give a fuck comes with uh, the older that you get every year. Yeah. You, less of a fuck is given. Yeah. Boy, mm-hmm. they did not... They had zero respect for me. No. I will say that. They, zero. You know why they didn't have respect with, for you? Because you let them cut them, you in line and you didn't say anything about it. Because I'm a grown man with a Forever 21 bag? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's part of it, too. Yeah. Well... That's that's what it was. That's what it was. Uh, yeah, Keelan is saying, first rule of being black bullshit shall not go uncalled. Uh, let me tell you, old lady number one happened to be an African-American lady who did the cutting. So oh. I, I don't know if that has anything to do with it or not. But uh, she 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 knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was uh, all right. Yeah. Got to respect that a little I, bit. T- what was I going to do about it? Mm-hmm. I'm clearly nothing. Well, and then finally, so we so we went to Lloyd Center, got Greg his fancy duds for the evening. Because I, of course, already had my dress barn dress that I had at home. God, we are so classy. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I really do like the dress barn, and I really do like my dress. But I uh, ended up getting all super fancy. I decided to wear my, uh, my finest fake fur for the occasion. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I thought it would, I would class it up a little bit because nothing screams I'm rich than a you know a fake fur vest that you got it. I I got that vest at Ross. <laughs> that was exactly where I got it. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, so we did go down to the event, and uh, I want to say right off the bat to you another big huge thank you to Troy. Oh yes, Troy. Thank you so much, Troy. That thank was, you for yeah. Thank you for trusting Inviting. us. <laughs> thank you for exactly. Thank you for the trust. Yeah, to have us be there, represented at your table, and trust that we weren't going to screw it up for you. Mm-hmm. Um. And it was it was fantastic. So of course I do work at this place because it was at one of the ballrooms at the museum, and I actually work there on separate you know work at the for the events. But this one I was actually the attendee, so it was kind of weird to walk in there and be like, uh, oh, 
I can actually have a glass of wine. And I, you knew everybody when we were walking in. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, "Hey, yeah. Greg. Hey, Heather. What's going on?" Blah blah. Yeah, because blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know the people there. So uh, so it was kind of weird seeing my coworkers just like, "Hey, you look at me. I can dress I'm up. Fancy. Too. I'm fancy too. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing." And uh, but it was it was amazing. So you walk down there, and first off. The f- the opening thing from like six seven was cocktail hour mm-hmm. with hors d'oeuvres. I didn't call them samples this time, even though I really wanted to. You did the samples. Were no, amazing. you were calling them samples to us, and you're like, I mean, hors d'oeuvres. I, I would need my hors d'oeuvres. Yes, I was yes. trying to. Class but this them was up. after this was after we had a very classy bus ride on the way down. Yeah. So we all, Lily and uh, Greg and I, all rode the bus down together. Yes, it's true. Yes, it was very. Amazing. Very classy. Mm-hmm. Very classy event. So get there. You know, there's music playing. There are all kinds of tables. There are people walking around dripping in diamonds, like these women who are like, you know, all like super teeny thin and bright blonde hair and tan and yeah, just everyone. People wearing three piece suits. Right. Like some of the, it was just some of the ladies. You can tell a little bit of work done. A little bit of work. Thing. There were yeah. some. There were some plastic molded faces. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was some of that. And. And you walk around, you know, and they have the the servers walking around with the trays with wine on them and different uh, different beverages and hors d'oeuvres and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And of course, I take one of everything that comes by me. Yes, I don't care if I've already had it or not. Like, yep, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. I'll take that. Why would you not? Whatever it is, I don't even care if I it's free food. I don't even care if it's something I don't like. I will take it. It's free. And if if it's a glass of wine in front of me, I will take that too, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And so so had a, had a few uh, well a couple glasses of wine at least a beginning. couple few glasses of a couple wine. few glasses <laughs> somewhere in that range, and uh, it kind of socialized and tried to pretend. Uh, well, we didn't really socialize. No, we didn't. We just totally hung out with Troy and his friends. Yeah, yeah. And then when Scott and Lily were there, we just clung to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what it was. Yeah, you like clung cool. to them. It sounds like you like climbed onto Scott's back and you were hanging on. I to did. Him. Yes, that's how. By the way, Scott Daly was the tallest person there. Yeah, he was. He was because every time I would, I wouldn't be able to find him. I would just look at the sea of faces and heads, and I could see him. It's just like, oh, there he is, way over there. Yeah, in the corner. It was kind of great. Yeah, yeah. Six six apparently was the uh, t- was the tallest man, and he was the tallest man at the event. At the event. Yeah, you could see him anywhere. So. um so yeah, hung out and had our had our hors d'oeuvres, and then you proceed upstairs to the other ballroom for the fancy dinner. And yes. that's where that's where we went, and uh, you know you have your assigned table, mm-hmm. and you sit down, and you, you even got like gift bags. Yeah, you have nice conversations. Have conversations about real, things. Real nice conversations about the world. About, about the world, world peace for mm-hmm. the most part. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and I was a little bit nervous because. Um, because uh, Lily and, and Sarah and I, Scott ended up meeting up with us later beforehand. Lily was talking about all of her nurse stuff and like t- things, bodily functions and things. <laughs> and I was like, okay, can we not have those conversations when we're at dinner tonight? Like, can we just like cut that? <laughs> well, because nurses have to do a lot of bunch, uh, you know, a bunch of gross shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know she does. I know. Mean, but Greg some- was trying to get us to rein it in. He's just like, because Lily and I were just talking. I'm like, oh, you really had to do that? And she's like, oh yeah. And this guy came in. And I had to put this thing and that thing. And <laughs> Greg's like. Ladies, can we not talk about that at the table while we're there? Just so you know. <laughs> Just maybe curb that part of the conversation. Uh, but no, it was it was great. Sat there, you know, and you have a dinner, and then there's like a presentation, and you get a fancy dinner brought out to you. I did not run around to uh, try to get us more wine nope. like I did last year. Since I do work there now, I didn't want to be the guy running across the room trying to <laughs> trying to grab another bottle of wine and then running across no, the No, they were very room. prompt with the wine. They were just like, okay, we're going to bring you guys more wine. So they were like doubling up the bottles. It was very nice. They could tell. Mm-hmm. They could tell. Yeah. They could see like one of these things are n- four of these things are not like the others. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's us. Yep. It's those ones. Uh, <laughs> they're going to be drinking a lot of wine. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. But I do have to say, Greg, I felt like my outfit was completely complete. Complete 
with my fake fancy nails that I have. Yes, you do have your nails. They're so fancy. See, I don't know. I have no gauge for fake nails. I guess like these are supposedly tacky. Can they do, are. Like by some people. I don't know. Because I always think they look nice, but then everyone's like, ugh, French tips are so gross. What's, like, what's a French tip? French chips are what they are now. So I have like the. What does that mean? It means the French chips are like the white tips. Okay. So I have like big plastic nails right now. Yeah, that's the most annoying makes, sound in the world. It makes everything look so classy. Oh, it's such an annoying sound. Mm-hmm. Clicking of nails is. Ugh. I feel like I've really classed things up, Greg. It's kind of like a. Chalk like a scraping of fingernails on chalk. So there's a clicking nails. Yeah, after yeah, after a while, it yeah, it bothers me. Hmm. Yeah, it's like a grating tiny little nails in my head. Yeah, well, people. Yeah, I I I just don't have the ability to grow long nails. I never have been able to. Mm-hmm. And nail polish doesn't really stay on my nails anyway, so it always looks kind of like garbage. And I'm like, you know what? I've been wanting to do this for a while. So dag so nabbit. French manicure is the white tips. White tips. Yeah. Now, so if it but was a what I got color, is then it would be something else. Yeah, it would be like a colored French manicure. Like I've, I've like I've done it where I can get like different colors on the end. So like after I'm well, done then with these, they, okay, I'm confused though. Then are they all a French manicure? It's just what? Yes, the French manicure is like painting the tips a different color, or having the tips defined okay. instead of having your whole nail be one color. Okay, all right, now I get it. Mm-hmm. All right, so if you had entire like blue fingernails from the base of the finger all the way up, mm. or whatever you would call that base of the nail, that's all just the way fingernail up. polish. But the, the, okay, then oh my god. I'm not going to have this conversation. You're never going to get it. You're never going to understand. I just I don't understand. understand. You don't understand. You will not understand. So anyway, I got I have uh, I have acrylic nails. Okay. I live in uh, I live on Staten Island. And I have my acrylic nails, but I feel very ladylike. Okay. I have to say because I never get long nails. All right. So I feel good. Okay. Well, you did get your nails. Well, actually, I did see something about nails that came up, and it was even in our live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live earlier, where uh, Katie in the chat, Katie Mm -hmm. from Texas, was asking about nails and how much you tip. Let me ask you this, Sarah, because I found an article about this. Did you tip Mm -hmm. your uh, nail person? Yeah. How much did you tip? Uh, Let's see. It was 25 bucks for my nails, and I tipped five. Okay. All right. All right. You're you're average. Average? You're an average tipper. I thought that was good. I saw the woman next to me get a full manicure, and she tipped him like a dollar. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, here's here's the thing, because I've always asked this about tipping, and this did answer one of my main questions that I've always had about uh, about tipping in general, mm-hmm. um, and that is whether you tip when you're getting takeout. I always tip. See, and now I do, but here's the thing. You don't need to according to this. So there's this chart that came out. Somebody actually researched all this stuff and wrote an article called uh, Everything You Don't Know About Tipping. Mm. And oh, really? Yeah. Like different kinds of tipping? Different kinds of tipping, when you're supposed to tip, when you're not supposed to tip, how it's supposed to work, what the percentage is, and they analyzed all this stuff so that you know what you're supposed to do. So, like a waiter, like if you have a waiter at uh, at dinner, like a restaurant dinner, and let's see, it says that a percentage of customers who tip them, 99.5%. Wait, um, of where? Of people tip waiters. Hmm, I've been a wait I've been a waiter before and I don't really find that to be accurate at all. At all. I mean, and part of the my job is like, you know, as a server, I mean, I'm a bartender, but I'm also a server. 98%. That's 99%. 99% my asshole. No, that is no way. I don't know what that even means. No, I'm, that means that that's your bullshit. That just said no, that. it just I don't know. 99% if you get 99 people into a restaurant out of 100, 99 of those people, no, they're not 99% is not going to tip. I would say 70. Really? It's that low? Yeah. In your experience? Oh, yeah. No, I see people get stiffed. Then I have friends who are servers or who are bartenders. I, I have friends who get stiffed all the time. See, now that's something where I always tip. I, I always tip if I'm getting served. Mm-hmm. Even if it's really bad. 
I mean, and it has to be really bad as far as not even just like service and delivery time, because that I don't always blame the waiter for. Mm-hmm. But if they're rude, like extremely rude, oh, yeah. then I'm like, okay, that's that's only happened a handful of times mm-hmm. where somebody's that rude where I'll like leave $1 just to just to show them. Yeah. But that's it's very rare that that happens. And I have to say, that's like the worst of the worst. Yeah. Somebody's just straight up, you know, basically calling me an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, no, 99%, that is, like, way too high. See, and I generally, I, I try to tip, like, the, I I try to do, like, the 20% rule. Oh, that's fine. Which, which that, it's saying on this chart that I mean, you have that to be, good. like, overly, I mean, I think, like, the significance of a tip, too, is just, like, you know, people, uh, in some professions, like, they're getting, like, a high wage an hour when they're bartending or they're serving. Like, you See, know. and I don't know any of that as far as what they're getting for wage. Exactly. I just tip based on the same but wages thing. here, like, in Oregon, for example, aren't, like, astronomically high. I try to do the same no matter what the, what type of place it is, and obviously I'm not going to fancy dinners very often, or whether, you know, I'm at a dive bar and they get a burger or something. Mm. I'll, I'll try to tip the same percentage. But I don't know if that's well. And I don't think it's a lot, a lot of the time people being you know assholes about it. I think sometimes it's also older people, people from different countries who just well, don't I know understand. People, people yeah. from different countries don't get it. And yeah. older people, like uh, sometimes you know, I remember like you know my grandparents wouldn't tip. Yeah. Even if they got excellent service, they would talk about how amazing the service was, and they'd leave nothing because I think maybe my you know be misunderstanding in some ways. I don't think everyone's actually going out of their way to be right to stiff someone. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, that's possible. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this says uh, this this guideline here. Now, you know, obviously, take it for what it is. But it said even if service sucks, never go below fifteen percent. If there's an eighteen percent automatic gratuity added, and you normally would have tipped higher, add in the extra. And if you have a coupon, tip on the pre-coupon price. That's fair. Mm-hmm. The pre-coupon t- price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, restaurant delivery. This is another one. So, um, said that 95% of people will tip a restaurant delivery. And I, I do that as well. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, like yep. if you order a pizza or something? Okay, here's my general rule on pizza. Yeah. Two bucks. Now, I know that there's the delivery charge that most of them add on now, which Yeah, because there's already like a $4 delivery charge. But I don't think that goes to them. Mm-hmm. I think that goes to the restaurant, maybe for gas or whatever it is. But the rest, the restaurant or the pizza place, I, my understanding is that surcharge, the, the driver doesn't get that. I don't I know. I don't think. Yeah. So, I will tip the driver... They bring me a pizza. I'll tip two bucks. Yeah, that's I my would, general rule. Uh, Unless the the exception being like when we had the big snowstorm, you know, and uh, you know, and that a couple person's months driving ago, through the storm. And that person the was snow. driving through the snow. I I tipped that uh, the lady that brought me a pizza during that. I tipped her five bucks mm-hmm. just because I'm like, dude, you thank you. Yeah, because I don't want to go anywhere. Um, but that's that's mine. Do I, what is your general rule on that? Set? I don't really order a lot of pizza by myself, and it's usually with friends. But I'll always throw in like a couple bucks for tips. So I don't know if that. I don't really know the general rule for pizza. I'm more familiar with like going to restaurants or like uh, what to tip at a bar or like a cocktail waitress or whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. Somebody, Jenky is telling me, uh, Mr. Jenky in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live says, fuck that $3 minimum, Greg, mm. for delivery. All right. I mean, if I'm lowballing, I want to know. I didn't think that I was, but all right. So may, uh, 2 to $3. What well, is saying actually average tippers give 2 <coughs> or $3 according to this chart. Well, there you go. You're in, yeah. you're in the average. So you are supposed to tip something. Mm-hmm. Um, now, restaurant takeout. This is this is the final one. I'll go on to this one, and then yep. we'll, we'll move on to something else. But uh, restaurant takeout, this is the other one where I'm always confused because I feel guilty not tipping. It says here, uh, according to this chart, it's not necessary. Not necessary to tip. Unless you're ordering, like, a big order for, like, 10 people, and it's all packaged up. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that. Then, you know, you can tip, but you don't have to tip for uh, for getting takeout. Mm-hmm. I always do uh, $1 depending on each dish I get. 
So, like, if I'm ordering for me and another person, and it's, like, like most notably, I usually order, like, Thai food, like Pad Thai or something. Yeah. And if it's, like, nine bucks for the Pad Thai, I'll always tip a dollar. Okay. I, was, I do an all, a dollar per dish. But then again, I'm a weird tipper because, you know me, I tip the gas station attendants. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I tip for things that sometimes people don't. But I just like to because it's just one dollar and it makes, you know, it makes a huge fucking difference to someone's, like, well, to, so, to their mood. I'm not saying financially, but, like, to at least acknowledge the fact that you think that they're going a little above and beyond. See, and I always tip, but I don't know how much to tip because then if you're just tipping a dollar, is that insulting? If I'm getting takeout and I just put one dollar on no, the end of it, because that's if you put one dollar, that's one dollar more than they, you know, than they had. Okay, that's but how I look at see, it. See, I worry that that's being insulting, so I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. All right, people are apparently up in arms about my two dollar for pizza thing. That's, but I mean, if I'm ordering like a fifteen dollar pizza, and then there's a four dollar surcharge for the gas, which a lot of them are now, mm-hmm. and then I tip two dollars on, to- and then another five dollars on top of that, like that just seems like. Oh, I think you're me. fine. I think I think if you ordered more than one pizza, it would probably be you know, like be yeah. more. But I think two is fine. And I'm also in a very urban area. I'm not very far from where the pizza place is. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you know, I'm I'm not. They're not driving ten miles to me. I don't know. All right. Well, no, I don't think that you should we'll feel see. bad about your pizza. I d- I didn't think so. I thought two bucks was good. Mm-hmm. But maybe not. We'll see. If the and like I said, weather that always affects that. Yes. All right. Restaurant takeout. You do not need to tip. <laughs> okay. That is that I is my final will, answer. Though, on I still will though. I can't. I can't stop it. Just like with the gas station attendants, I just love it. I don't know why. I really like doing it. Mm. Especially if they're like out in the rain. <sighs> yeah. I see. I just don't get along with the gas the gas station thing. Okay. I just don't do it. All right. I don't know. Hello, my friends. My allergies are kicking up. My ears are itching and my eyes are itching. Are you just going to sit there and stare? Yeah, I was just, I didn't okay. know what you were doing there. All right. Well, thanks. That's just rubbing my eyes. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, to Portland, Oregon, we travel. AKA Florida with trees. Oregon. Police in Portland have arrested a man who has been known as the Nerdy Bandit. The Nerdy Bandit. I remember, I saw some reports about this. I didn't really look into it, though. So who is the Nerdy Bandit? Oh, boy. Well, this robbery suspect, his name is Thaddeus Lindsay Woods, 31 years young, uh, earned his nickname, the Nerdy Bandit, which is just the dumbest name, Uh, the Nerdy Bandit, because he allegedly stuck up trendy stores while wearing nerdyish thick-framed glasses. Now, a composite sketch of the subject released before his arrest also shows him wearing a short-brimmed hat. So, a manager at a clothing store that he uh, ended up robbing said that he looked like an average hipster Portlander. He could have been anybody. Now, Thaddeus Lindsay Woods is accused of robbing two American apparel stores and one Urban Outfitters store. Wow. In Portland over the course of ten days. So police say he used a gun in one of the robberies. In each incident, he's said to have browsed clothing for a few minutes before approaching employees and demanding money. He was, in fact, arrested this past weekend. He is arraigned. He's being arraigned today on charges of first and second degree robbery. The nerdy bandit. Two American apparel stores and an Urban Outfitters. Well, how much money are you going to get from an American apparel store? American apparel shit is expensive. Is it? They yeah. They have a lot of cash on hand. Dude, a sweatshirt there, just like a plain zip-up hoodie, is like 50 bucks. Okay. Like, t-shirts, I think, were like 25 30 All right. Like, so there probably is. But then again, I would think a lot of people would be paying with cards, so yeah. I don't know for sure. Mm, but right. yeah. So, there you have it. Thaddeus Lindsay Woods. 
from Portland, Oregon. Next up, at a Holland Township, Mich... Am I? Michigan? I, w- I want you to guess. Michigan. Yeah, you're right. All right. Holland Township, Michigan. A woman who signed an apartment lease with her boyfriend and allegedly agreed in that lease to be liable for any smoke or water damage to the apartment faces a $2 million lawsuit after her live-in boyfriend attempted to cook a squirrel on their porch and lit the apartment complex on fire. (laughs) Okay. A woman who signed an apartment lease with her boyfriend and allegedly agreed to be liable uh, in that lease for any smoke or water damages to the apartment faces a $2 million lawsuit after her boyfriend allegedly attempted to cook a squirrel on the deck of their apartment, causing an apartment fire. (sighs) Can you please explain how this happened? Yes. So this man's name is... Oh, my God. I don't even... How do you even say that word? Kek Chenthenglavong... Whoa, I think I got it. Well, nobody's going to know the difference as long as you just pretend like well, you know. I'm going to pretend I totally got it. Kekling Chenglavan now told investigators that the fire started after he had been using a torch on the deck of the unit that he shared with his girlfriend, Barbara Pello, to burn off a squirrel, excuse me, to burn the fur <laughs> off of a squirrel that he'd killed, that he'd found that was dead. Wait, so he found roadkill squirrel? He found a dead squirrel and he wanted to burn the fur off the squirrel he'd captured to... Okay, so once the fur was removed, he placed the torch in the corner of their deck next to a plastic plant holder. He then went inside to cook the squirrel to eat it. This is in Michigan. Who eats squirrels? He burned it off with a torch. He burned the fur off the squirrel and then brought it inside to cook it while leaving the torch in the corner of the deck next to a plastic plant holder. Now, the girlfriend, or I'm just going to call them the girlfriend and the boyfriend because his name's too confusing. The girlfriend awoke to the boyfriend yelling and throwing water on flames that were quickly growing on the deck. You know, the fire spread and caused, like, no, no, everyone's fine. However, it caused major damage to the 32 units in the building, in the couple's building. So apparently something happened with the torch after he'd burned the fur off the squirrel and went inside <laughs> to cook it. So, yes, the insurance company is suing the woman because she's the one that sold the lease, even though her idiot boyfriend was trying to burn the fur off the squirrel and eat it. She was the one that signed the lease. Be careful what you sign, people. So now she is being sued in excess of $2 million for damages, repair, and restoration. Oh, they'll go after They'll go after Oh, yeah. 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 So she is contractually obligated, this is what they said, for the full amount of any and all damages from the fire and water damage, including the actual costs of repairing or replacing the damaged property, as well as any loss of rental income suffered by any of the residents in the apartment building. Wow. God. Burning it off with a torch. Greg, is that a that's common beside practice? the point. I think that you're focusing on the wrong part of that sentence, which is brought the squirrels into the kitchen to eat it. Well, yeah, no, that's bad too. Brought this girl, I'm, I'm less concerned with the fur burning than with the bringing the squirrel I'd, into the kitchen to cook it. There are some places in the country where eating squirrel is like a common thing. Like people eat possum. And Michigan in Michigan, people yeah. eat squirrels. Michigan has hicks too, or whatever. Do people people really eat squirrels? I'm, I'm serious. Yeah, no, for sure. People eat squirrel. Just like people eat squirrels, they eat uh, nutrients. I think that people like eat squirrels and like, you know, if they're like lost in the wilderness and you have nothing else to eat. <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently some people like it's think a delicacy. it's a delicacy. They live in an apartment complex <laughs> and they're cooking squirrels. Free meat. Dead squirrel out there. 
thing that's really gross is what did the squirrel die of? I don't know. I don't know. It said that they got that he got the squirrel. Where? How big is this place? It's from Holland Township, Michigan. I have no idea where that is in Michigan. Is that like squirrel cooking country? I, I don't know. I mean, Michigan's got some backwoods places. I know that. Um, I guess I always just think of. Uh, All right, it has. Wait a second. That's a big place. I guarantee there's somebody in Portland who is oh, no, cooking not. up a squirrel that they. Find. You think someone's cooking a squirrel right now? D- somewhere in Portland today, I bet you somebody is going to cook up a squirrel in Portland. It happens. Free meat, man. I have never seen anyone cook a squirrel, nor do I ever want to see anyone well, cook a squirrel. Well, we don't hang out in the circles that do cook squirrels. I don't want to be in a squirrel cooking circle. No, I don't. I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to be either. I have no desire to try squirrel. But it's the same people that eat, like I said, possums and uh, nutrias and all that stuff. Yeah, people are asking, why wouldn't they have skinned the squirrel? Yeah, that's weird that's, that he just that's, burned the fur. This is what I'm talking about. That's why it's weird to me that he's burning the fur off. Like, does he want to get, that, get like, rid of squirrel it. skin? It's gonna, no, it's just going to have burnt fur all over the thing. Yeah. It's disgusting. It adds an extra layer of gross on top of everything else. Okay. All right, anyway, so from fur burning... To a PETA story. <laughs> I put these back to back for a reason. Now, this story's weird, Greg. And I want to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. This is from Bath Township. What is the name of these places? Bath Township, Ohio. There's a lot of townships out there. Lots of townships. So, here we go. Here's the story. People for the ethical treatment of animals, or as we know them, PETA. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have a strange suggestion for what to do with a new house that's going up on the market. A house that was the childhood residence of serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer. Now, PETA has decided that they want to purchase Jeffrey Dahmer's childhood home in Bath Township, Ohio, and turn it into a vegan restaurant. Oh. The three-bedroom, three-bath home in Bath Township, where Dahmer killed the first of his 17 victims, was recently put on the market for just under $300,000. Who would ever want to live in someplace like that? Well, PETA, on their website, says this. We're always looking for ways to turn cruelty on its ugly head. So when we heard that serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer's childhood home had been put up for sale, we saw an opportunity to create good out of evil. Rather than remaining as a stark reminder of its dark past, which it's always going to be Jeffrey Dahmer's fucking childhood home, so yes. I don't understand what they're doing. Bulldoze that shit. Rather than remaining as a stark reminder of its dark past, the building can instead become the site of a celebration of culinary compassion. No, there is no celebrating in the house where Jeffrey Dahmer killed someone. During the 1978 killing, Jeffrey Dahmer dismembered 19-year-old hitchhiker Stephen Hicks in the house and scattered the remains throughout the property oh, that they so want to build this vegan restaurant on. Listen to PETA's justification, please. Like Dahmer's human victims, cows, pigs, and chickens fear for their lives every day when confronted by a man with a knife. Their struggles and screams are ignored as they are being killed to cut up and be consumed. Which is why they want to start a vegan restaurant where, you know, human beings were murdered. Yeah, people, some people are saying, oh, it's a nice house. Uh, why wouldn't you want to live there? I don't. I just wouldn't want to. No. Whether mm-hmm. you, whether you think something's haunted or not, like, I wouldn't think it's haunted, but I don't. It's just 
No. There are just some I just places, don't like, like that if something, kind of vibe. if you know that something, like if somebody I knew had been like gutted in, I would in never the middle able, of my apartment, yeah. I wouldn't want to live there. It doesn't matter if it's haunted or not. Like knowing that something. I would never be able to get that out of my mind. No. Yeah. No, I just, uh, no, I just couldn't, couldn't do it. Um, but on top of that, man, PETA, look, I'm just going to say this. If you guys want to send me some hate mail, fine, do it. But PETA <laughs> has just gone too far with mm. everything. Like, I get what some of some of what they stand for. I think for my favorite was the chicken good. memorial. There's that. I think they, they jumped the shark when they went too far, when they went after Obama for swatting that fly during an interview. He swatted a fly. I forgot about that. And they went off on him about the cruelty to the fly and to animals and how dare you, President Obama. That was just way too much. Way too much. And they've lost all credibility yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Edward is saying you just wouldn't want the morbid looky-loos. That's totally true. Because if you lived there, like everyone would be like, oh, all yeah. these weird serial killers. Probably like some sacrifices or some like animal sacrifices. Well, you just get people that are obsessed with serial killers that would no, be showing be like up there. No, presents. Yeah. All right. Well, PETA, sp- uh, PETA president says we're always looking for ways to draw attention to the violence inherent in the pro- production of uh, inherent, excuse me, in the production of meat, eggs, and milk. Which involved processes that would shock all but the most hard-hearted person. Dahmer's old house would give us a way to evoke sympathy for these victims, not the not the human victims. Jeffrey Dahmer killed the the chickens, the chickens <laughs> and the cows um, for these victims, and suggest that a life-affirming diet can change everything. And I'm all for I'm all of course against animal cruelty, but to take the residents where actual human beings have been dismembered and murdered, and then. I don't know. It's just it doesn't. There's seem a like, lot wrong. It doesn't with seem it. like equal footing to me. Yeah. Yes. So Peter's looking into purchasing Jeffrey Dahmer's house. Lighter news. Hey, we all remember hologram Tupac, right? Yes. We when he do. went, uh, he was at like what Coachella or something. Yeah, something like that. Whatever happened with that? Uh, I think that he he's done touring for now. I thought they were going to do a whole tour with him. Well, let me tell you this, Greg. Hologram Tupac has paved the way for. Dead musicians all around the world. The latest and greatest is reporting that the late Amy Winehouse (sighs) may go on a world tour as a 3D hologram. That, there is also something inherently wrong with that. Like, they're dead. Mm -hmm. They're not coming back. That's it. Enjoy their music. But that's just other people capitalizing off of this thing. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. So I will not I- go see a hologram. The idea is in its early stages. However, if you never got a chance to see her in life, maybe you can see hologram Amy Winehouse. Oh God, that's so morbid. Yeah, it really is. Watching a dead hologram Amy Winehouse sing Rehab. <laughs> oh God damn! Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. Would you go see hologram Amy Winehouse? No. Would you go see Hologram Tupac? No, I don't want to see Hologram anybody. I'm okay. <laughs> I mean, I would if it was... Uh, oh, it just feels so... Like, it's so much exploitation. It's really... Yeah. I mean, the only time... <laughs> I did watch the one when they did with Elvis, where they were doing, like, a duet, and that, that was interesting, but Elvis is so long ago now that it was more just like watching a TV, because that's all I really know of him. I mean, he died... All I know of Elvis is from television. Mm. You know, from old videos. So he... I was alive for like two months that Elvis was still alive at the same time. Oh, got a little overlap there. And a little bit of an overlap. I, I missed the Elvis. A little bit of an overlap. Not much, though. Mm-hmm. I think. Man, or maybe it wasn't even. But anyway. Um, yeah. No. 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 I would not see, go see See, I would it. love to go see Gem and the Holograms because they're not real people. Well, that's 
<laughs> you want to see a 3D cartoon of Gem and the Holograms? That would be... See, that's something fine. That would be awesome. That'd be weird, too. No one's going to invest the money to have the 3D gem, gem in the hall. They might. You never know. No, they won't. No. Mm. All right. To Pierce County we go. So another, a, a lot of around our parts today. So this is uh, from Puyallup, Washington. All right. A Washington man allegedly threatened to remove a portion of his neighbor's testicles for stealing his underwear. Or so he thought. <laughs> a portion of them. A portion of his neighbor's testicles for stealing his underwear. So according to documents filed in Pierce County, the alleged victim was outside of his home when a man, who was his crazy next-door neighbor named Daniel Erton, asked if he had his car keys. Now, the neighbor told Erton he didn't know what he was talking about and he'd never been to his house. And the 51-year-old Puyallup man began walking toward him with an axe. Erton said to the neighbor that he barely talks to, who he was accusing of having his car keys, I'm going to cut your nuts off. I'm going to fucking kill you. Wow. Yeah, when the Pierce County Sheriff's Office uh, deputies arrived after the victim called 911 because there was a crazy man saying that he had his car keys and was going to cut his nuts off, they found Erton in the street. Now, Erton was arrested, still clutching the axe, and he reportedly told police that the victim had his car keys, was breaking to his house and stealing his underwear, and was hiding secret cameras inside of his home and watching him. <laughs> he was asked why he was appro- when asked uh, why he was approaching his neighbor with an ass- axe uh, by the police, Erton responded, I was going to cut his nuts off. Well, I guess he's pretty clear on that. Erton has been charged with harassment. Oh, that sucks, because you know that neighbor's going to be out of jail. Oh, you yeah. Have to live it's going to happen again. Like constantly live in fear that some wacko is going to walk over and try to cut your nuts off. Yeah, oh that, yeah, that sucks. And then they also think you're going to their house, stealing their underwear and filming them. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, I'd be considering moving. I think at that point. Well, Greg, and finally, I know how much you love your squatches, so I did want to let you know about something. What that you was have going- a squatch? Watch? I don't have a squatch watch, so just calm. Squatch watches are the my fuck thing. Down. I do squatch watches. Calm down. But I do have an alert to you about a show that I don't know if you've seen. Um... That kind of seems right up your alley. And so here's the headline. Now, Greg, have you ever heard of a show called Mountain Monsters? Yes. Mountain Monsters. Yes, I've seen Mountain Monsters. Well, Greg, Mountain Monsters are the quarry of hillbilly hunters trying to bring monsters back alive. Yes. I know because I've seen it only... um, I've only seen like a couple of episodes and it was... um, Because I don't get the channel that it airs on. But I did watch one where they were up in the mountains. I think they're in like West Virginia or something. And it's a bunch of hillbillies. No, let me tell you a little bit about this, Greg. Well, the one I saw, they were looking for devil dogs. All right. Well, let me tell you. Devil I, dogs. These are some of the things that they've. Uh, so here the story goes. Have you ever heard of Mothman? Yeah, of course. You have not heard of Mothman? No, I'm asking you these things. I just want to yes. see how many of these you've heard of. Or the Braxton County Monster. Oh, I'm not sure about that one. Blue Devil? That one sounds familiar. Well, Thunderbirds? I mean, Thunder, oh, of course. Thunderbirds? You've never heard of Thunderbirds? Uh, Thunderbirds, uh, by the way, they supposedly exist here in the Northwest. Oh, um, wow. So Thunderbirds are gigantic birds, perhaps from a previous time that are still around, and they're like 10 feet wide, wow, like bigger so than a condor. Talking about so this. like 15 feet wide. Uh, devil Dogs, of course, you've heard of that. Devil Have dogs. you heard of this one? Before I get into the rest of the story. The Sheep Squatch. <laughs> Greg, I shit you not, I'm not making this no. up. They're talking about, have you heard of the Sheep Squatch? No. All right, well, they say, the, uh, this is not your typical kind-hearted denizens of the forest. These and uh, other mysterious creatures are the targets... Sheep Squatch! 
of a group of hunters known as the Appalachian Investigators of Mysterious Sightings, or AIMS. A sheep squatch. Greg, stop looking up sheep squatch and I'm listen to the rest of my story. Well, I'm sorry. You don't tell me about something called sheep squatch and expect me not to look it up. Well, the six-man AIMS crew, or the Appalachian Investigators of Mysterious Sightings, uh, may look like expert moonshiners instead of monster hunters. <laughs> But these guys seriously research and hunt odd creatures on their TV series, Mountain Monsters, which, Greg, just so you know, kicks off its second season tonight on Destination America. Now, leading this group is John Trapper Tice, who hopes to track and capture some of the most allegedly evasive beats, beasts. Uh, so John Trapper Tice, in an interview about his upcoming season two of Mountain Monsters, says, They're scary sons of bitches. A lot of them make a bellowing, yelling scream at you. The Wolfman did it to us in Kentucky. And just things you see, you know, are way faster than we are. We usually have them beat on intelligence, so we have to use our intelligence with old-school tracking and reading signs ability with new technology. And we interview a lot of eyewitnesses. That's how we can get so close to them. Wow. He really said, so basically what it sounds like is they are interviewing a bunch of crazy people. Um people who have knowledge of the forests and the ways that the the forests are and the creatures that live in them. Sarah, I don't think you understand this. I don't think you should be making fun of something. Have you ever encountered a sheep squatch? Uh, You didn't even know. I knew about what a sheep squatch was before you even existed. I will be an expert on sheep squatches by the end of this day. Okay. That's such a goal. I'm really glad that you're doing that. A sheep squatch. I didn't even know such a thing. This is amazing. So there you go, Greg. So if you'd like to watch that or anybody, whatever random channel this is, I don't even know what channel, Destination America. Yeah, that's why I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Where you can watch Mountain Monsters restarting tonight. And that, my friends, is your world crazy. Devil Dog! Watch out, we got a Devil Dog! That was when I watched them. They were like yeah. walking through the woods and like everything they saw. Is was one of them sign. named like Bubba or Bobo? No, Bobo's on uh, Finding Bigfoot. There's only one Bobo. I bet I bet you money that one of them's named like Buddy or Bubba. Well, there's probably a Bubba. I bet there is a Bubba. I'll 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 agree with that. Well, you can't just agree with that. I'm well, I'm going to agree with that because they, that's a high probability that one of them is named. Bubba. What is Bubba short for? Um, is it like Rob Robert or something. I don't think they're. Yeah, maybe. Okay. I'm not sure. I think Bubba's just a Bubba. You know, I don't I don't know. Do we do we need to take a? Do you want to play Paul the Octopus? Do we need to play Paul the Octopus? Yes, Sarah? please. All right, so um, before we start so ball talk... i so and water. Just because we want to play this song for no apparent reason at all. Secretly, this is because... No, 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 it isn't. No, it isn't. You're telling people that we're just playing it. Greg. Right, we're just going to play Paul the Octopus, which is approximately a two-minute song, which Sarah... No, it's a minute 17. A minute 17. You think you're going to be back in a minute 17? Yes. All right. All right. I mean, I mean, I'm not. not I'm not going anywhere. anywhere. I'm just refilling my coffee. God, what are you implying? You're not going to run down the hallway to use the restroom at all. Don't be gross. All right. You think you can do it all in in the span of time of Paul the Octopus. All right, go. Time's running.
was a wonderful song. Wasn't it amazing? Yes, thank you, Sarah, for playing that for no reason at no all. No problem. I mean, I, just, I really feel like people need to be reminded of Paul. We lost him, what, three years ago? Apropos of nothing, you just wanted to play that song. No, it just makes it's nice to remember him mm-hmm. and, and the great talent that he brought to, you know, to our country. Mm-hmm. Not only our country, to the world. Oh, well, that's good. To the world. Yep. It isn't every day that you get to grow so close to a psychic octopus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. We'll be watching. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. And Greg, will you please say, I washed my hands as well. I can't prove whether you did or didn't wash your hands. hands. No, I'm not going to touch your hands. I was not in there. I cannot 100% say. Will you shut... I Years believe of you. radio have taught me how to use the restroom quickly and resourcefully. That's so also, let's, let's move forward. I mean, I believe you. I, but if you want me to 100% say Greg, it... Greg, did I tell you how much I like that jacket you bought at Forever 21 this weekend? <laughs> All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, a few different things going on in the world of ball talk. Uh, we'll get back to the tournament in a minute. Uh, first <gasps> we up, have to do, yeah, we have to figure out what's going on with that, Minnesota Greg. Timberwolves forward Dante Cunningham, former t- Portland Trailblazer was arrested for the second time in this past week. So, Dante Cunningham, I always thought, was actually a pretty good dude, but he was arrested on, uh, let's see, over the weekend for allegedly choking his girlfriend. Oi. Yeah. And then he was arrested on Sunday for making, and I quote, this is what it says, terroristic threats towards her after he was arrested and got out. Two days later, sent her a bunch of uh, texts that they said were terroristic in nature. So he was arrested again. So uh, Dante Cunningham, not having a good week there, buddy. Uh, maybe maybe slow down on the uh, choking and threats. That'd yeah, probably help that's you probably out. a good probably idea. Probably help Greg, you out a little bit. Words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. Uh, moving on to ball talk. And I have the, the image ready to go whenever we get to the Tournament of Champions. Uh, we'll see if we have time to get to all of these things. I don't, I don't know. We'll see what we can get to. You know, there's a lot of stuff that's happening. Uh, we have this. And now I just want to play a little bit of this audio because I do think that it's hilarious. And it comes from a New York Knicks game over this weekend. Um, Or actually, it was on April 2nd was when this happened. So, Nick Cannon, which if you don't know who Nick Cannon is, just Google him. You know who Nick Cannon is. You'll recognize him. Uh, He's he's, uh, Mr. Mariah Carey. All right. And he used to be on Nickelodeon. Yeah, and then Wildin' Out and all that stuff. And he also... Do you know he had a song? He had a a career for a while. No. He's got a new album out now, but... uh, Does Mariah Carey guest on it? Just a gigolo. Do you know that song? Just a gigolo everywhere I go. No. Oh, yeah. He had a song. He had a hit. Wow. Kind of. Nick Cannon. (laughs) Um, He is also the host of America's Got Talent, or the the MC for it. And the group from America's Got Talent showed up at Madison Square Garden for a New York Knicks game, and they were going to use the audience to help film a promo for America's Got Talent. So what happened was they... I believe it was during halftime, probably. They had the producer of the show walk out onto the court, kind of explain what's going on. And their whole goal was to get, you know, the cheering New York Knicks crowd behind it while Nick Cannon walks out there to film the promo for it. Well, instead, this is kind of what happened. So I'm going to play part of this. So it's a little bit of a lead up to it. This is the producer walking out onto the court trying to explain. If you hear the crowd, they're not really cheering. When he gets to this point, he's going to do like a comedy shot over his shoulder, which is not going to go in intentionally. I 
And then if you turn your attention to the devilishly good-looking lady that we had is practicing here, when his shot goes in, everybody's going to go crazy, all right? Thanks, everybody, for your help. So your cue is when Lane hits the shot, all right? Thanks very much, everyone. So that's the producer. It's a crowd of about 20,000 people booing him while he's trying to film this promo. Alright, anyway, it goes on for about three minutes. I will give Nick Cannon credit. He didn't let it phase him. He just did everything that he's supposed to do, but obviously you're going to have to edit out all the Oh, booing. yeah. Like, all that's going to be The audience removed. isn't paying him. He's like, well, shit. Oh, no. No. I'm just going to do my thing. I, I think it's hilarious. So, uh, so anyway, that was kind of awesome. Three straight minutes of booing during that event. Oh. Um, moving on to ball talk. Is it time? Is it time? Is it time? Is it time? You're going to have to... Fine! The NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament, this has been going on for about three to four weeks right now, will be concluding tonight with the National Championship Game, which will feature the University of Connecticut versus University of Kentucky. Wait, wait, wait. In a surprising championship. That what? wasn't Florida. I thought you picked Florida to win. That doesn't make any sense. University of Florida was knocked off by... University of Connecticut in the last minute shot. It's in the moment... Florida lost. Uh, so, so that means that basically, since I was knocked out a while back because I had picked uh, Syracuse and Duke to end with uh, Duke winning it all, I so I ended. So I'm assuming you had a lot of uh, ample opportunity to like catch up to me, surpass me, beat me in the tournament of champions. Yep. Statistically, I should still be in the lead because my teams made it further than yours. And if you do, no, I think it's points, pretty much the point process. We'll have to analyze that. We don't have a winner yet because the tournament's not over. The tournament is not entirely over yet. Nope. We got as many as we possibly could. Well, the, but the tournament's not over yet. There's a few different things that could happen in that. So the Fun Women Radio Tournament of Champions, Insanity of the Month Before April, um, will be concluded after today because there's still one more game. So these are not official scores. We oh, so we can do this won. again tomorrow. Okay, that's fine with me. <laughs> if you want to do it two, two days in a row, that's totally all right. I'm going to have to take a look at Yahoo. There's been uh, wide reports that Yahoo's scoring system was faulty, and so I'll have to take a look and see if that was uh, that is in- indeed the case. People are confirming uh, in the chat, uh, Sarah wins. Nobody can confirm it except Everybody for me. can confirm it because it's like, uh, so mine says 38 out of 62 points. Yours is 34 out of 62 points. Total, you won 57 points. Total, I have... 62. As the commissioner of the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions, I have not yet certified it, and so that is actually not something that anyone else can do except actually, for me. Actually, yeah, Yahoo can. You're well, not the certifier. Yahoo is there, you know, and they help, but Yahoo is not, in fact. Oh, the, you actually know a little bit about basketball, too. This must be kind of embarrassing. Yahoo cannot 100% confirm something. Only I can, since as the league commissioner. And right now, on top of that, we did talk about this earlier. I do believe you had sources who were feeding you inside information. Nobody fed me inside information. If they would have fed me inside information, do you think I would have picked Duke and Syracuse? People were emailing you, and I did not receive any of these emails, so they were obviously sent directly to you. I don't know who your sources were. I will find out. 
I will get to the bottom of this, and um, if I find out that there was any kind of a uh, you know shenaniganery going on, shenaniganery. If there was some some hooliganism, oh, sorry, how does one even cheat at March Madness? The well, I don't the know. You, why don't you tell me, Sarah? Why don't you tell me? Because that's what I need to get to the bottom of. I don't know, but I, all I'm knowing is that someone's being kind of a sore loser. Well, I'm not being a sore loser. I'm just saying. You know, there are certain things that we need to get to the bottom of and we need to determine and it'll take an expert committee, you know, of people who will have to get to uh, to work on this. I think the tournament will conclude tonight. And at that point, you know, we'll know a little bit more about what's going on. We'll know a little bit. You will not even. This is what sucks about you is that you won't even give me credit where credit is due. I did not even know what I was doing. (laughs) I know. And it's it's being said even Sarah. Greg, she picked Duke and Syracuse and still beat you. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha. Well, we'll get to the bottom of it. Not only did Greg buy something for for 21, he also lost March Madness to a girl. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great day to be Greg. (laughs) I don't care if I beat anybody, and that was what I was talking to people for. They're like, oh, how do you think you're doing the tournament? I'm like, I don't give a shit as long as I beat Greg. That is the only thing I care about. Well, the winner of the Fun Employment Radio Tournament does look like it's going to be somebody by the name of Miggy. 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 Followed by Matt the Mormon, who is number two. Wow. Followed by Dale from Guys and Balls, who is number three. And then Rylan's in there, too, and there was something about a bet between the two of us, but I don't know. The the tournament's not concluded yet. So we'll still have to find out. But the championship game is tonight between University of Connecticut and So who do you think is going to win between the two? I got nothing to lose at this point. Um, Kentucky. Kentucky will win the game tonight. Kentucky's going to win the tournament. However, since UConn did make it through, I do have something just a little bit special for UConn fans. <laughs> and that is this. I found this online. This is called The Brian Rap About UConn. What? So here we go. Connecticut UConn Huskies in a fight to the foe. Said cheer... Cheer Connecticut It's victory Let's go Let's go Yo, welcome to the Husky Show If you haven't been here, you better know This is the best team ever going on They're the best in the whole champions Yo, national oh champs in every sport that matters Yo, I don't care about Scrabble or Scatter Gories, that's gory And it's not something that's in my story Oh yeah, basketball team They are the American dream I got so many players that are so great Let me name a few and I'll elate you Oh yeah, talking about Ray Allen He had so much freaking talent Now he's playing for the Celtics, Celtic Pride Oh yeah, this is from a couple years ago, but still I'll ride, I'll talk about a few more guys Maybe Jake Vosco, maybe Jake V So tall when he had victory In the 99 champs, yo Oh, who else was there? we go, that's just Wow, I feel Connecticut fans I believe we have uh, somebody (laughs) in our live chat right now from Connecticut So I'm sure he's listening to this song Over and over Over again on repeat Over and over again Getting real pumped up Big hit in Connecticut, I'm sure Some rocky air punches I think so Kind of a big theme song they all listen to. So again, Greg, since you didn't get to say it, between you and I, who won this year's? It's not over yet. It is over for us because we both have reached our maximum points. Between the two of us. Who told you that? How did you figure out all these things? Because I know because I've been looking. I've been following my thing. Somebody's feeding you information. No, they aren't. I just randomly didn't know what I was doing. I had, what was the team? Wisconsin? 
What was the one that was surprising everybody? Uh, well, I mean, that was kind of a surprise. This is way bigger surprise, though, that these other teams yeah. made it. Wisconsin well, I, I was the number two seed. That wasn't that big of a I surprise. I picked some random team that ended up going further than... Uh, I mean, you got Wisconsin in there over Arizona, which yeah. most people probably had Arizona. So, Greg, who won between the two of us? I'll say where it's at right now. You're in the lead over me right now. I'm... S- I didn't quite hear that. What did you say? You're going to lean over me right now. But it won't be certified until tomorrow, so that's when they can go through and they'll double-check the points, and we'll see what happens. A lot of times they'll change it, and they'll apply more points to certain teams because of how much better that team did and where they were ranked at. Oh, my God. Your bullshit coming out of your (laughs) fucking mouth sometimes. (laughs) Ah, there we go. All right. Yes, you have scored more points than I did. Yes! Damn it. But it will conclude tonight. Championship game. (laughs) UConn versus Kentucky. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, boy, howdy. Oh, look at that sunshine out there, Greg. Yes, indeed. It's real nice and sunny. Wow, it's sunny in here, too. I feel like I have a real sunny disposition. I don't know why I'm in a... Just a good mood. <laughs> Damn it. That was a really unexpected treat. Yeah. For this morning. Good for you. Mm. Well, I'm going to go home. I want to spend some time with some, but I need to work on a dog painting this evening. Oh. Yes, because I'm getting ready to finish one of those, and then I'm going to upload it up to my fancy website. Yes, indeed. com, courtesy of Squarespace. Squarespace! Mm-hmm. Our fantastic sponsor. They are the all-in-one place to go to get your website taken care of. They've done all the hard work, so you go there, you drag and drop. They've got multiple different designs. If you want to set up like a pay site where, where you want to sell things on there, like Sarah does, you can set that all up for a commerce site on there. If you have like a personal portfolio or a blog or a business whatever it is you need to have a website Mm -hmm. and this is the best way to get it done because like i said it's going to look professional it's going to look amazing and it's really easy to create and you can uh you can customize it however you would like to and they have been a fantastic sponsor of our show it's honestly it's been awesome having the website because i've used that as my portfolio i keep adding things to it and changing it up how i Mm -hmm. want to because I'm indecisive and I have so many different options like oh but maybe I want it this way maybe I want it this way and uh, but I've used it already for for applying for like different little side things nice I'll be like I'll send it to the oh okay well, you have all your this voice page. stuff and your, and your picture stuff well yeah and then like a resume page you can have you know as many pages as you want mm-hmm. all right there and it's really inexpensive and on top of that if you use the offer code fun employment you get 10% off and it shows them that you know you've, you've uh, heard about them from us yes and they are great they have been Seriously, it's it's a wonderful. And site. then Monty will be like, "Oh, hey, these kids in Oregon are are pretty awesome, and they know what they're doing." Indeed. Mm-hmm. Plus, they're opening up the space here uh, pretty soon. They're opening up an entire customer service center here in Portland, Oregon. If you happen to be in Portland, so don't forget to apply for a job there at Squarespace. They seem like they'd be an awesome place to work. For. Yeah, yeah. And so we are very thankful for Squarespace. Squarespace.com. Use the offer code Fun Employment to get ten percent off. Yeah. All right. Coming up later on today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be. Drive time with the drive-in. Drive time with the drive-in. Mm-hmm. With Mr. Aaron Duran, and that will be followed by Accidental Housewives. All right here at the network. Six ninety nine a month. First week is free. You can tune in and listen. Yes. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us in the chat today, too. I look forward to this 
Every day. Yes. I do. I, I do was like, well. I can't wait to hear how everybody's weekends were. Yay. Uh, don't forget to follow Sarah and I both on Twitter at mm. Sarah X Dylan, at Greg Nibbler, and then, of course, at Fun Imp Radio. And you can like our Facebook page, leave us a review on iTunes. If you haven't done that, just leave a quick positive review. It would be awesome. Um, awesome. Yeah. I'm looking uh, in the chat, and uh, Blood Vixen said she just got a bike odometer from Bike Gallery at the sale so she can compete with us this weekend. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Nice. Oh, boy. Nice. Yep. The uh, bike challenge will be starting, I believe, next Next week. Monday. Week from today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is when we're going to be starting. Oh, at. boy. Yeah. Woo. Just another thing I get to beat Greg at. No. Boo, boo, boo. Dang it. <laughs> boo, boo, boo. That was, some fi- that was some happy finger guns. No, I hit. <sighs> boo, boo, boo. I do not like your happy finger guns right now. <laughs> All right, you guys are fantastic. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we will, of course, be back tomorrow with more FunEmploymentRadio.com. Bye, everybody. I won. Yeah. Lines by Tri-Rock. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.